Master of Go. Manifestation and your visions are becoming reality. <laughs> hey! hey. hey. Like point one milliseconds. No one, hey, no one. From the diaphragm. Hey, 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 how are you? Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Hey, we are unspoken words in this episode 155. 155. What up? 55. What up? Booyaka. <laughs> Booyaka. Right near the beach, man. Kumbacha. <laughs> Abracadabra. <laughs> Abracadabra. 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 <laughs> Boy. Some of those, yeah, those kids were, were saying like last night, they were like, are you a rapper? <laughs> I start going like this, acting like tearing up gang signs. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> All those other boxers start laughing. No, he's not. <laughs> like, man, I rap presents, son. I rap presents. I rap the breast presents, son. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, you want a bow tie? What you want? <laughs> <laughs> hey, <A> bow tie. <laughs> yeah, you want a bow tie in that present? What, what, what kind of tie you want? <laughs> you in an old granny knot? What you want? I got you a granny knot. Yeah, I got Paw Patrol paper. I got Barbie. I got Paw Patrol, and I got Barbie, and I. What were you saying earlier? Oh yeah, that's all. <laughs> Uh, what is that? Rolling Stones. Yeah. yeah. I don't know the lyrics. Hey, yeah. Uh. That makes me want to go home and watch that. Oh, Which man. one? Whatever you were talking about. Oh, is that? Oh, is a real? It was an interview oh, with okay. Method Man. Yeah. Okay. How he's uh, took beats from like the Rolling Stones and put it in his raps. Nice. He rapped to that beat, even though like there's the hip hop beat. He took the like the lyrical or the like melody, the, yeah, the melody from Rolling Stones, and like he he would rap to that style to a hip hop beat. I got. That's what uh, Jay Z did with the Doors too. Remember? Oh, did he? Yeah, um, uh, he, he took that from Method Man. That's what Takeover. He, okay. Is that what it was? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Go ahead. Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know any of um, Hard Knocks Life. Is like the only Jay Z. Song name that I know, yeah. Like I know Nine 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 Problems. I don't know which song you're talking about. Yeah, which one sampled um the Doors? Okay. Run this town. What song again? Take over. Okay, yeah, take over. How does it sound? That's on the Hova album, right? Uh, Our blueprint, yeah. huh? Yeah, blueprint. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But uh, uh, you guys are you guys uh, local hip hop artists did that too? Not local, but. Superman, yeah, uh, with the song "Islands of the Stream." Oh, did he? Yeah, you ever heard that song? Romans eight thirty five. Uh, Islands uh, in the stream. Oh, wrong. Uh, what are you, what are you gonna say? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> what happened? What happened? Oh, I, I don't know. You just looked oh. at me. I was like, but wait, wait, wait. That's enough. 
That's enough. Copyright. Copyright. <laughs> Come. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to. I'm trying to bring it up. <laughs> All right, while you're doing that, <laughs> over here to my right, all the way from Bob Boy 90990, and up the road, he is your favorite Indian, your horn one ace, JCB, is in the house, say shoulder lay. I'm back. Yo, you're back. Yeah, he's now always been here. We're yes, back we together. Are. The triad is back together once again in the same building. Can't stop, won't stop. What up? Yeah, often imitated but never duplicated. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Over here to my left, all the way from L. Jesus, he's number eighty-three in the place to be. The pod, Gotti, Randy B. Say, Hoka, hey, Hoka, hey, Mahalo, Mahalo, Hoka, Aho, hey. Aho. <laughs> hey, and you know me, Mo hugs my drugs all the way from up the road in Arrow Creek. Aho, hey. Aho, hey. Aho, hey. Aho, hey. Neck flaps. Hey, what do you say? We do another Lulu contest for yeah. this next season. This time you guys are holding, one of you guys are holding the mic. <laughs> no, Ron's going to be holding the mic. Oh, yeah. Because okay. we're going to be on stage with these, this okay. whole setup. All right. Oh, word. Us three and Capito K, probably. He's going to come into town for the masquerade. Oh, okay. This dream. That is what That uh, Maya song? Yeah. Oh, man, that's Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. That's Dolly know, Parton, Kenny Rogers, Islands in the Stream. Yeah, yeah, but then remember uh, the remix to it? Ghetto Superstar, that is what you are. Oh, yeah. Coming from afar, oh, reaching man, for the stars. Run, Run away, away with me, me to another oh. place. Where we can rely hey. on each other. So, uh, uh-huh. so Toby, he works in in the back, and he's got his own little area. So yeah. he gets to jam out to his own music, and he's always playing on uh, music on his phone. Yeah, and he's got that. He's got an old soul. That kid. Right. Is he? Yeah, he's always listening to that old school. Uh, let's see what he. Oh, he's playing Ghetto Cowboy the other day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I know Cowboy. I know. I played that in the car the other day. My kids. <laughs> They're like, what's this? I said, this is Mo Thugs, baby. Ghetto Cowboy. So you guys got uh, Old Town Road. We had we had Ghetto Cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> you always listen to them old school songs. I was like, damn. I haven't heard this in a long time. I know. Start vibing, huh? You better count your money, money, money. The lyrics are like always crack me up ever since back in the day. They're, they're like really they're like really hard. They're trying really hard to tell that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it sounds kind of cheesy at some parts. Oh, especially, yeah. especially when that when that girl comes on and she does her part. Yeah. Like that's real. Yeah, it's pretty cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is. It's got commodity cheese all over it. Yeah, but it has very, it has nostalgia. It has nostalgia. 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 I don't know how to say that. Um hey, all right. Let's do your let's do your mad lib. Okay. Let's do your Mad Lib, their so, favorite Indian. We'll pull out an oldie but a goodie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Set them up, you knock them down. <laughs> All right. Do you need uh, the lights on, or is that no, enough hey, light? I'm, 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 He's I'm setting a, the mood. I'm right. a ninja Jedi. I okay. Can, I do what I want. Mm. Okay. So, ninja. So if you guys haven't heard this before, these are Res Kid Mad Libs. Yes, sir. So, give me something you would do at a powwow. MC. 
<laughs> okay. right. I wasn't even thinking about that. Right. I was thinking like snag or good, MC. See? That's good. I'm telling you guys, think outside the box a little bit. <laughs> All right, yeah, let me see. All right. Bye, foot long. <laughs> Have <Okay>. a giveaway. <laughs> Did you? What? I heard him. You guys said him at different times, but I heard him at the same time. Have a foot long giveaway. <laughs> Get some cheese fries. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, uh, something you would get for your five-year-old daughter. Mm. A gift, maybe. Don't think too hard about it. Um, hey. A hatchet. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, zombies are coming, man. Oh. Aliens, Bigfoot, man, all in the news. I don't know. Buy you like uh, Paw Patrols. Paw Patrols. Okay. Paw Patrol hatchet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's what we're going to go with. Let me uh, get it onto the hatchet, huh? Oh. Good old hatchet. All right. Why are you writing things down? Because this we're is- doing a mad loop. Oh, okay. Remember, oh, like oh, filling the yeah, blanks okay, in the store? Okay. Give me a liquid. Water. Water. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pump the body. Water. Nitrogen. <laughs> liquid nitrogen. <laughs> I don't think that's a liquid. Is it? Uh, liquid nitrogen, right? Lysol. Lysol? Yeah. Right. Lysol. Oh, Lysol. <laughs> Water. That cool, refreshing drink. Okay, give me something you will get at the hardware store. Hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> I already told you, hatchet. I don't know. A screw. <laughs> a, screw. <laughs> a screw and some nuts. A tapper. A screw and some tappers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hammer. What do you want? Screw. screw. Yeah, screw. Why? This is going to go bad. Uh, it's going to be good. <laughs> it's a family show. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. All right, somebody we know. Give me a name. Out, uh, outside of unspoken words? It doesn't matter. Inside, outside. We Go got ahead. Someone somebody we know. know. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? How many? You, you <laughs> I mean, don't know I the know. people I that mean, you know? Be blasting people out there. Ron. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> I don't even think he listens to us. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> so that's a good thing then. Yeah. Right? Probably just listens to his episode. I know. He says it on repeat. <laughs> Party your car. The fender. Fender? Yeah. yeah. The rear. <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> <Yuck>. <laughs> so what do they call it in, uh, in um, England? The boot? It's sure. a trunk. Okay. Oh, no, no, we already got one. Yeah. Okay, so um, <laughs> give me a kid song. Old Town Road, or what you say? Yeah, Old Town Road. <laughs> was that on there when we were talking about Ghetto Cowboy? That was, huh? Yeah, I said... Told my kids, I see you guys got Old Town Road. We have Ghetto Cowboy when I was coming up. <laughs> Give me a number. Seven. Yeah. All right. Give me a household product. Clorox. Jeez. Lysol and Clorox. <laughs> Man, we're going to do some cleaning tonight. <laughs> Clean our body. Body part. Ooh. Elbow. Elbow. Yeah. <laughs> 
Your ashy elbow. <laughs> 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 All right, well, yeah. Your chappy elbows. Oh, <laughs> chappy. Chappy. Oh, chappy. Remember, like, when the wind, whatever. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this should be easy for you guys. Give me a cleaner. Um, Don. Don. How about a zoo animal? Zebra. <laughs> I, love, I appreciate the energy. <laughs> you come with water. <laughs> Zebra. <laughs> water. Give me a liquid water. <laughs> like that's the All confident. Or what? <laughs> Water's life. How about a, a track event? Triple jump. Okay. I like that. Good, good, good. This is going very well. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things. Triple jump? Yeah, I already did track once, one All season in high school. a place where an animal lives? Caves. Yeah, cave. Okay. Well, cave. What kind of cave? Bear uh, cave. Bear cave? Yeah. Bear cave? Yeah. Bigfoot cave. No, bear. Bear cave. Yeah, bear cave. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. We're almost there. We're almost there. Um... Give me something you would find in your sofa or your couch. Cheetos. Cheetos. Mice. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. Mice. <laughs> Baby my, mice. My horror story, man. Oh. I told that today. Ah, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> so you never had hamsters. Give me uh, another, no. Uh, give me another body part. Arm. <laughs> I like that too. Yeah. A, waved or wave lift up his arm. Did that. Much crazy. Arm. 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 All right. Okay. 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 Uh, hold on. We're filling in the blanks. Couple more. Um, what? Well, um, clothing. Something you wear. <laughs> Uh, cargo shorts. <laughs> Holy <Okay>. shorts. <laughs> Undies. <laughs> okay, one more article of clothing. Holy shorts. Holy shorts. No, I'm just kidding. That's what you said. Yeah. All, right, all right. Holy. 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 <laughs> all right. All right, last one. Okay, we're, I mean, not the last one, but it seems like it takes a long time to fill it out, but it, we'll read it really quick, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, give me a body gesture. Let me see. And I'm going to say, I'll give you an example, but you can't use it. Say, like, wave. Oh, okay. Um, flipping the bird. Flipping the bird. That's always a fun one. Flipping the bird. It always comes in handy. I would say. A good old tried so just to go to. Flipped the bird. <laughs> <coughs> All right, now here's your chance to get uh well, I don't know what the word would be. How about a people, like a kind of people? American Indians. <laughs> <laughs> the American Aboriginal. <laughs> The it in, feels like a game show. The in, what is the indigenous population of the Americas? <laughs> Give me a slang word for shizzle. All right, 
shizzle. <laughs> I almost said the last. <laughs> I said, "Hagu, uh, give me a a a show on the Disney Channel." I was just flipping through Disney Plus earlier. Sandlot's on there, I think. Yeah, it's new Sandlot. Okay, more of a movie, but all right. Okay, another article of clothing. Tank top. <laughs> Fresh out of the 80s. All those 80s uncles wearing tank tops. <laughs> the net holes. Yeah, yeah, mesh, yeah. mesh tank tops. Yeah. I wonder what was the reason for even making those? Give what, tank tops? A future time. Say like 24. In, a, in an hour. 10 p.m. <laughs> no. Okay, oh, okay yeah. that kind of time. Uh, 8.47 p.m. P.m. Mm -hmm. Boy, that's really specific. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Give me a Saturday morning cartoon. Ooh. I have somebody to pick from. Let me see. Let's go with the tried and true Looney Tunes. Yes, let's go. Okay. And uh, something your kids would play with in the bath. A bath toy. Ducks. Like the rubber duckies? Yeah. Rubber duck. All right. Give me a piece of patio furniture. Uh, let me see. Well, um, reclining chair, like out there? Reclining chair. Rocking chair. Rocking chair. Rocking chair, yeah. Rocking chair. Those aren't as prominent as they used to be. They're not. Uh, I remember we had like two of them, two like wooden rocking chairs at our house. Oh, them, they comfortable? Yeah, we all got hurt in them because we rock too much and like fall back and oh, really? Stuff. Yeah, I remember that. Or someone would be in it, and then the other person be standing on the back and like start rocking. The chair would fall on them, like tip over and fall on the person that was standing in the back. Then we get all get spanked. Writing. <coughs> <laughs> Hold on. We're almost done, but I can't read my writing. Should right. I turn on the light? Yeah, just real quick. I can't read. Can <laughs> I, I turn this. on the light? No. Sorry, <laughs> folks. Bear with us. It's all worth the wait. I'm telling you. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Islands in the stream. That is what you are, coming from afar, reaching for the stars. All right. Run away with me. Something that we do in the studio, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember, this is a family show. Laugh. What happens in the we studio? Laugh. We laugh. <laughs> we laugh out loud. <laughs> we LOL. Yeah. <laughs> We laugh our socks off. <laughs> Doggy, write me a Ron Burgundy. <laughs> okay, now give me one part of a sandwich. Bologna. Bologna. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Yes. Let's do this. Hey. What? Ah. Then there's silence. And then there was silence. Yeah. 
Okay, let me get my notes together. I got to make sure our story is all in order. Uh-huh. All right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This is what we got for our res kid. Um, Mad Lib. Okay, let's do this. <clears throat> I'm going to try to say this without laughing, but I know that's impossible. Okay. But anyway. Yeah. One day, Unspoken mm-hmm. Words was going to MC at Walmart. <laughs> Randy really wanted some Paw Patrol, wanted a Paw Patrol hatchet for his hair. <laughs> JC was looking for Lysol for his skin. And Josiah needed screws for his feet. <laughs> as soon as they pulled up, their buddy Ron started banging on the car fender. <laughs> he was singing Old Town Road in Roundup style. <laughs> <laughs> Little brothers, good to see you. Can I borrow $7? I need some Clorox for my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Josiah said, holy cow, you smell like Don and Zebra butt. <laughs> Ron said, I'm sorry. I triple jumped over a bear cave when the cops were chasing me. <laughs> Randy said, I'll give you five Cheetos if you go brush your arm. (laughs) Ron said, okay, and walked away. JC laughed and said, Ron didn't even wait for his Cheetos. He just left, and look, he only has cargo shorts on and a holy shorts on his head. (laughs) Everybody laughed because Ron was flipping the bird at car... At cars and American Indians on his way in. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go get our for shizzle. Okay, said Randy. Let me put on my Sandlot tank top. (laughs) JC said you should let me borrow that at 8.47 p.m. I'll let you use my Looney Tunes rubber duck. (laughs) Hey, look, said Josiah. They have a rocking chair for three. JC said let's get it for the studio for LOLing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, said Randy, I get to be the baloney part. Uh, (laughs) That's as far as I got. That's clappable. (laughs) That's clappable. That's clappable. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Randy gets to be the baloney. Everybody wants him. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding, kidding. (laughs) <laughs> see, I'm telling you, it's better when you write your own. No, that was good. I could that see like good. the whole thing. It was good. <laughs> I was too busy visualizing the whole thing. That was good. I was like, man, this would be a good like little sketch. <laughs> That's funny, eh? That was good. I like his, uh, what is it? Um, Sandlot tank top. I know. <laughs> Killing me, small. That's Killing what I pictured me. too, a small. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's good. <coughs> that redhead with the freaking all the freckles That's what I pictured Yeah. <coughs> so Anyways Anyway yeah so you guys feel warmed up Ready to go we're gonna get Cleora from Potlatch on the line Let's go So let's get into it um, DJ if you're ready Why don't you hit me with that Beat Yo let's get into our topic Yo, let's get into our topic. (laughs) 
All right, all right, all right, all right. This is Unspoken Words, episode 155, and we're going to call Cleora Hill-Scott. She's the executive director of Potlatch Fund. We're going to get on the horn here, give her a little jingle, jingle, jingle. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, we're going to talk to her about, it. you know, her journey to getting to Potlatch and then talk about what, um, what Potlatch is and what they do. So let's give her a call. Hello. Hello. Is it clapable? <laughs> this isn't clapable. Hello. Hello. Is this Cleora Hill Scott? Yes, this is. Welcome to Unspoken Words. You're live on the podcast right now. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Right How are on. you all? Hey, doing good. Everybody say hi. Hello. Ow. Yeah. Introduce yourself. Say, this is me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is Randy. Welcome to episode 155. Hi, my name is JC, and I like to eat chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you got any chocolate, please send it our way. We can't, I'll remember that. We can't keep it in stock. No, um, yeah, we just wanted to call you and just kind of get you on the horn and talk a little bit about yourself. I know that's not the mm-hmm. crow way, but, but yeah. huh, I know, but, um, can you tell us like where like you grew up or just tell us who you are, where you're from, um, where you grew sure. up and all that stuff right now. Okay. Um, so um, my name is Cleora. Hill Scott. I grew up in Crow Agency in back housings, born and raised. Um, I uh, attended Crow School and um, Hardin, and yeah, so I grew up on the Crow Reservation the majority of my life, and yeah, I currently work for an organization called Potlatch Fund in Seattle, Washington. I serve as their executive director and have been out in the Northwest. Now this stint has been eight years and mm-hmm. have, have been back and forth. Previous to that, I, I was home for four. And then um, before, prior to that, served as a executive director in the Portland area for an organization called AT&I, or Affiliated Tribes of Northwest Indians. And okay. so, yeah. Um, I'm Big Lodge and Greasy Mouth, and mm. yeah, and definitely proud to be Crow. Ahoo, ahoo. Uh-huh. Right on. <clears throat> um, can you tell us a little bit about, like, like after post-high school, did you go to college? What what degree did you go get, and, like, where did you go to college? Sure. Yeah. Um, I graduated from Montana State University, Billings. Um, I majored in business and administration and management. I got a BS degree, um, which is needed in this line of work. You need to BS quite a bit. And so. <laughs> oh, I got one of those. Uh, yeah, yeah got you a, got one of those too? Yeah. 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 I, mailed it in, I mailed it in for or mailed in for it. <laughs> <laughs> I should have did that. And so, yeah, that's where I um, had my undergrad. Right on, right on. That's pretty good. I'm, 
I'm also a graduate of MSU Billings. I got a BS in psychology. Mm. Mm. That was about 15 years ago for me. Um, so I guess what was the draw for you to like head to the Northwest? Was it Bigfoot? <laughs> no, definitely not Bigfoot. We have Bigfoot at home, so I didn't uh, need to come out here to find right. Bigfoot. It's a different, no. uh, different race over there, though. Definitely, different yeah. Tribe. Different, um, different tribe. Different, different clan. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, the draw was, I think, at the time. We were, my family and I, I had two sons at the time, were living in um, Lame Deer, and I was commuting back and forth to uh, to Crow. I was serving as the executive director of Head Start at the time, and um, there was an opportunity presented itself in the Northwest um, from my husband, Chris Scott, um, and we put in for a transfer and then um, moved out here. Oh, wow. Uh, we Previous to that, we had actually had a like a little mini vacation and came to Seattle. And at that time was the first time we thought, wouldn't it be great to live out here? And when the mm. opportunity presented itself, we came out and moved to the, um, we lived on the Washington side of, um, between Portland and Oregon and, mm. and lived in a place called Camas, Washington, right outside of Vancouver, Washington. Oh, wow. Right on. Yeah, it's definitely beautiful country that way. And I was kind of like, wow, it'd be awesome to live here when they're riding that shuttle there last week. Yeah. And then hearing about not having no snow and yeah. even, <laughs> even hit that home even more. I know. I was like, what? Like, I don't know. In my mind, I was thinking like that area would be dumped on. Yeah. Like I was thinking like tons of snow. And I was looking at the mm. interstate and I was thinking like, man, this interstate would be super dangerous. Yeah. Like during a snowstorm, <clears throat> we get it. We do get it like a day or two in in the winter of snow, and when that happens, everything shuts down. Yeah, um, there just isn't. There's just not a capacity to like plow all the roads, and so yeah. yeah. Right on, right on. Um, so you land in Tulalip, or you land in Seattle area, working for mm-hmm. Potlatch. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Can you tell us about Potlatch and like what y'all do? Sure. Potlatch Fund is a native nonprofit um, that was started 20 years ago when there just wasn't a lot of nonprofits. And the focus of Potlatch in the beginning and still exists is to bring philanthropy dollars into Indian country. Currently, we receive point zero four percent of all philanthropy dollars um, in in this country and so the efforts of potlatch fund is to raise money from organizations um you know families um foundation families as well as like organizations like gates and or um boeing and big companies microsoft and then that money then moves into Indian country through grants. And our grants are focused on culture, language, art, and youth. And, um, yeah. So <clears throat> um, can you give us a little, like, like, what is that process like? Like, how do you reach out to these companies? 
Um, a lot of it is done through relationships. And so the, we are invited. Oh, okay. Um, we are invited to apply or we receive notice that we've been granted this money. And we reach out to these companies and families also through social media, our website. We have a presence and community and through letting, um, through social media and um, the internet, what our grants accomplish. And yeah, so for the most part, we are invited. It's very rare that we feel the need to, or we have, you know, philanthropy doesn't often open up uh, opportunities to write for funding. Okay, so <clears throat> like that. Okay, that last part. What can you explain that a little more? Like maybe it doesn't have. A, it doesn't open up to what now? Um, open applications. Oh, okay. All right, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then so you essentially just already built those relationships, and then you kind of get the word out as to what you guys are all about, mm-hmm. what you're doing, and then. Yeah. So as far as the monies that you receive, then how, like, is that open for like, you write in for those or do you, how do you distribute that? We have, uh, open application, um, timelines that we put out through the year and then, yes. And then we put it out through our newsletter, you know, also through internet, online, our website and social media the opportunity to apply. Right on. And since COVID, we've moved away from the traditional application and moved more into trust-based philanthropy. So more or less, we're not asking for long pages of applications. Instead, we're, we're asking, you know, yes, we have a narrative. We'd like to know how you'd like to spend the money and what are the projects and how does it impact your community? Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not asking for tons and tons of paperwork because it is a barrier to those people on the ground that are actually in community doing the work that we want to support. Right on. And yeah. so um, that's been a shift at College Fund. And for one, because of the pandemic and we needed to move money out quickly but yeah. beyond that, there were elements of it that, you know, we were able to bring in, and this is the estimate, about 70 brand new grantees that have never applied to potlatch funds. Wow. That's amazing. Man, I think that's awesome that you guys are removing those barriers, man, and giving people a fighting chance um, to expand whatever their vision is. But I wanted to ask you, like, does can you share, like, a memorable experience or a story related to to what you guys do, like how much it's impacted somebody or just like a personal, yeah, something that. Yeah, I can do that. So, yeah, I think it is always, although I live away from home, I live off reservation, my mind and my heart is always there. Um, Mm -hmm. I was raised by my grandparents and my grandfather, um, John Hill Sr., was very active in his community. He served on council and he served in BIA for many, many years. And 
I knew that through his teachings, he said, the only time you leave home is to learn, is to, and then you bring it home. And so when I came out here and could see the success of the tribes out here, that was my intent. That was my intent was to learn so that I can somehow bring it back home. And working uh, as the ED of this organization, my days are, are focused on, you know, the administrative side of ensuring that a nonprofit is functioning and running. Financials are um, up to date that we're registered as a nonprofit in all the states that we are serving because our organization serves Montana, Oregon, Idaho, and Washington. Mm. And, you know, and, and it's not glamorous. It's, it's a lot of paperwork and you don't often get to see the impacts of uh, what it is you're doing and how it is impacting community. And as I mentioned, my heart is, has always been around and, and connected to home. Uh, I don't commute, I don't participate on the grant making committees and or decision making. And I often just get a, a large list of a, a docket of who received the funding. And then we move to the next grant cycle. Yeah. And I recall having a meeting with uh, uh, an organization that works on language. And they, when I showed up there, he handed me the Crow dictionary the brand new Crow dictionary oh, and wow. said, you know, we worked on this for Crow. And I was like, Oh, awesome. And I opened the book and it, it recognized those that helped fund that dictionary and that potlatch funds logo was there. Awesome. And I didn't know that we had an impact on creating that. And it felt, it felt good to know that in some small way that I was able to like do something for all those people that I love and the language that I love and, and that it would have a, have an impact and all the paperwork and all of the things that I do on um, the busy end of a nonprofit and to know it, it does have an impact not only in all the region that we work in, but specifically to those people that I love and the children that are coming. And so, so yeah, that would be a story. I, I did, I got emotional. I was like, uh, wow, I, I didn't know. No, that is, that's a, that's a beautiful thing. You know, that the organization you work for was able to support that dictionary. Cause that's mm-hmm. going to definitely, like you said, is going to help the, the unborn, our, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the grandkids, great, great grandkids, you know, um, cause we need to definitely revitalize the language and, teach our youth the language and i'm in the process of starting that um i don't even kind of kicking myself now you know like i should have been on that when they're little Mm -hmm. you know but it's starting it now and i know that dictionary is going to come into play that there's an app as well that we've been using and different other Mm -hmm. resources but that's just going to be another great resource that uh future generations are going to be able to utilize so um that's awesome potlatch is a part of that yeah, that that is pretty cool too. And you know, like man, another awesome part of that is like once it's out there, it's out there. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. it, it's it's gonna be out there forever. That that's crazy, yeah. Because written works outlast us, man. You know, that's amazing, man. Yeah. And you could feel that, yeah, man. That's mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, just look at the Bible; it's been here forever. Yeah, 
<laughs> and when we when we talk to funders about our work and why we support language, yeah. is that in our language is our values, in in our language is our identity. The way you speak in English in the same words in Crow is 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 not holding the full meaning yep. that teaches our who we are and how we behave and how we are as how we are with one another and um so yeah i think you know conveying that to our funders conveying that to and and in that is healing in in that is um helping us move beyond surviving to thriving and so so yeah that's awesome i was uh in a discussion about two three weeks ago where uh, this person said that they re they implemented their native language into the school curriculum uh, mm-hmm. because that particular reservation was battling like this huge rash of suicides. And once they started implementing it, the suicide rate dropped by 75%. Um, because I think that's like what makes us unique is, as native peoples is really like, yes, we have some similarities culture-wise, but one thing that makes us stand out among the rest or among each other is our language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's really like who we are. That's our essence. Man, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. And you mentioned that you do like definitely um, support the youth and does that, for me, you know, I'm that intrigued me because I help out with a couple of youth basketball teams here. And in round bellings and players from the reservation, um, is that like so? You, you guys support like that kind of like a travel team that's made up of mostly natives, or if not all natives? Yeah, we would. It it you would just have to apply. We currently have a grant open right now. Um, Community relations and innovation fund is open until Halloween. Okay, and so um, you can go to potlatchfund.org. Mm-hmm. And there's a link, and you can also go to our Facebook page, which is Potlatch Fund, and find the link for the app, yeah, for the fund. Yeah. And we would fund things such as that. No, that's pretty cool. And that's where, like, they just go to Potlatch Fund to find all the links, I mean, for links mm-hmm. to apply for different grants and what have you. Yeah. Very cool. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to... Um, I know we just came back from the gala. Gala. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about. Can you talk about that and like the, like why it happens and you know who's all there and what's it for and kind of what happens at a gala for our yeah. audience for our listeners that don't never been to one or never even heard of one. Yeah. So most foundations have an annual fundraiser. Typically, they're called galas, mm-hmm. and um, Potlatch Fund has had. Um, 20 years of galas and we were celebrating our 20th anniversary like we're out of our teens now and Mm -hmm. so and we um, will have participants there that are from our community from our native community but we also have um, guests I mean they're all guests uh, from that are funders that are in the room and many times that is the only time of the year they interact with our community and can build relationship with community. We also have grantees in the room that come and enjoy an evening. 
with us. And so the night is comprised of a silent auction in the beginning, and those are donated items from many of our artists. And then those proceeds to the silent auction go back to grants specifically for artists. Mm -hmm. And then um, following that, we have a program with dinner, and we have typically a keynote speaker that can speak to the efforts that Potlatch Fund supports. But there's also a an award uh, recognizing someone, uh, Spirit of Reciprocity, who is uh, a philanthropist in Indian country. And yeah, it's just an, a night for us also to raise money in what is called the Raise the Paddle. Mm-hmm. And it's like an auction style where people are donating at different levels and each level, whoever's last wins a paddle. And um, yeah, so essentially that's the gist of our gala each year. Yeah. And and this was our first since COVID in person. Oh, wow. Previous to that, we had virtual ones. How did those go? They actually went really well. Right like, on. Yeah, the, we didn't have overhead. We weren't paying for... Yeah. The space and the food and all of those things. So that, that really impacted um, meeting our fundraising goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and But it wasn't the same. Not being in the same space with people and interacting with them um, goes a long way to building relationships. And so I was really happy that we were able to bring people together at Tulalip this year. Yeah, that the venue, that place was awesome. It was a beautiful place and like just a beautiful view of the Bay Area. They're over there, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, it was awesome. It was a great experience, and just being part of it, I felt like we were we were blessed. And I know, um, <clears throat> like for us here at Unspoken Words, um, you know, we were we are grantee of Potlatch, and with that money, you know, we were able to kind of upgrade some of our equipment, buy some new equipment for our YouTube channel, which is going to be launching here um, later on this fall, and we were able to go to the Wellbrighty Conference. And I was Mm. like, you know, for me, that was like a dream come true. That's been, I've been wanting to go to like a Wellbrighty conference. So for me to go and experience that and um, because, you know, we walked the red road here and to go to a conference that was all about that. I mean, it was just like such a blessing and like revitalized us like mentally, emotionally, spiritually to go there, even though it was like physically exhausting to sit through all that, you know, there was a lot, it was some heavy stuff mm-hmm. going on there, but that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for like potlatch, you know, that was like a dream come true for me. And I just wanted to say, personally say thank you, you know, and I know mm-hmm. to the potlatch crew, the people that, you know, the community that selected us, um, it's launching us forward in, in a really good way. And I know that the fruits of that, that seed are yet, to be seen but i mean mm-hmm. it, it's coming because it's like we're pumped about that and i just want to get a reaction from randy and jc about potlatch giving us we're being potlatch grantees so so i remember that that first um first time we contacted us and you were talking to us so what was it over zoom or whatever mm-hmm. and i was listening to you tell us you know that we received that that grant and I was like what did she and then you told us and I was like what did she say what did did she really say what I thought she said yeah so like that initial 
because I just happened to be standing up and grabbing something off the table, and I wasn't paying attention to the screen, but I was still listening, and I thought, what, what was that? So, like, my initial reaction was like, holy cow, really? Did she really say what I thought she said? And then to be able to, like, um, like Josiah said, you know, get all these, because we were talking about these things that we wanted to do, you know, um, YouTube channel and, you know, start, uh, I don't know, what would be the word for it when you take stuff by video, like record everything by, um, document, document, document yeah, like document everything uh-huh. on video and, um, and of course, again, too, like I'm, I'm in the same boat as, uh, Josiah as far as going to that well Bridey conference and, and like the things that we learned there, the things that we heard and experienced and were a part of, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, that is just something that we can come back and now we can give that away too. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it's just, it's just amazing about like, first of all, you know, being blessed with that, um, with that award and then also, you know, the things that we were able to do and are still doing. And, you know, and that's another thing that's perpetual too. It's like, uh, these podcasts won't go away and we have a lot, uh, we have the potlatch fund. Um, we owe you guys a huge debt of gratitude for helping us, you know, realize that dream and keeping us going. Mm. Yes, no, absolutely. I agree with these guys. It's really taken our pod to a whole nother level. We've been able to network like we've never been able to before. We've been able, like, man, it's it's allowed us to become more seen in our community, especially. It's mm-hmm. like it, it, like people are taking notice, man, and and for that, like we're, like, man, just want to express our our gratitude and our thanks. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I want to say thank you to you all. That grant was different in that you didn't have to apply for it. Yeah. And we took a more indigenous or native way, native approach to that fund. We don't talk about ourselves. Like you mentioned in the beginning, we others talk about us. Yeah. And, um, you were nominated, you were nominated to receive the grant based on your podcast, based on the work you do. Mm. So you made that happen. And to hear that, how you use the money in an effort to bring back what you learn, that's reciprocity. Mm. And, you know, it's just not in, it's not in dollars. It's, it's in what we can give to one another. And sometimes it's a word, sometimes it's knowledge, sometimes it's our time. And to hear that, um, that the impact to you all is going to keep on giving is exactly what we're about and, and hope that occurs. And so I also remember that zoom call. And <laughs> again, like I, I'm not aware of, always of everyone that receives the funding and I get on and you guys are talking. And then I, there was something familiar about you. And then I looked at the name hugs and I was like, are you guys crow? <laughs> 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 Two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Two and a half crows. <laughs> yes, yes. It it was it was awesome to connect because you don't you know I I talk to family every single day, but yet you know to like meet other crows in the context of my work, it it was awesome and just your energy and and um, afterwards, you know, one of the staff members was like, "I'm nominating them to like, can we nominate them for MCs and um, for the gala? Like, they I feel like they would." awesome i 
And I remember I contacted you. I'm like, I don't know if they MC. Let me ask first. Because I know, like, we have to have the right to speak. Yeah, yeah. And so when I reached out, and you're like, yeah, we do that. And I just want to know if it's okay that you're on the list. And and then to hear that, you know, the board um, selected you, and then you came out, and to to have you be present. And there was a moment I walked into the, the hall, and, you know, this is a – huge hall with all cedar all around us like mm-hmm. you said right the gathering hall and it is we, we moved it out of the casino and we wanted to be in sacred spaces and this place is sacred and and i hear you begin the evening and i and i i remember just like oh my gosh it sounded like crow fair <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, wow. yeah it, yeah, you woke everybody up. Like, yeah, our our people are so different, and you know the people, the Coast Salish people versus like the Plateau people and the Plains people. Like, there's a lot of similarities. We have humor, you know. Yeah. We have the similarities. We have a lot of like, you know, similar like slang language, and um, but yeah, I to walk in and be like, oh wow, like to have you be introduced to to this crowd and to have, you know, how we are in, in this space was like, Oh, that's, it was like warming. And at the same time, like the reaction was like positive I saw. And so thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for being yourselves and, um, and really just doing a really good job. I hope. I was proud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope, man. It was a great experience and great opportunity. And, <clears throat> Man, just like the the people and like how far they've progressed, I was just mm-hmm. really impressed and like genuinely like happy for like the local tribes there, like and how mm-hmm. far they've come. Like, because <clears throat> we were staying in that resort, beautiful resort. I mean, it was excellent. I mean, I I walked around and looked at all the totems, and I wish mm-hmm. like I had a tour guide to tell me the stories behind it. You know, because there's like. There's a Bigfoot totem, and I was like, oh, man, what's the story behind this? You know, and there's, like, a mermaid totem, and I was like, what's the story behind this? And, like, so for me, man, it's, like, it's on my list to, like, go back and, like, visit and learn more. And um, I got that, what's his name, Kevin Paul, the guy that made the paddles, that's his name? Yeah. Yeah, I got got his number. He wants to be on the podcast, and, but, like, I've for that connection alone, like we sat there Sunday for like an hour in the lobby and just visited and he was telling me all about his people and he was telling me stories and I was just sitting there like soaking it all in. I was like, man, I want to learn more from this guy. I mean, he, that at the gala, and, at the gala, he was like, he was, he had energy and he kept singing songs and I was like, man, I like this guy. He's, he's vibing. He's vibing. <laughs> yeah, he's going yeah. with the flow. And like, then that next day, Had everyone we, dancing. Yeah. Yep. And like that next day, we just sat there for like an hour in the lobby and visited while he was waiting for his yeah. table in the diner. And like, mm-hmm. he was like, man, he, I could just tell he was like a wealth of information. Yeah. I was like, man, I could sit there and just like all day and listen to this guy talk. Yeah. So I got You're his, his nephew now, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. That, my boy. yeah. Yep. Because <laughs> I, I text him. He gave me his number, and then I texted him, and I said, I called him uncle in the text. I said, I just gave my, I'm, a, I'm, I'm adopting uncles. 
Because <laughs> he said he made yeah. me a paddle. So I was like, hell yeah, man. I said, I'll pay for it too. Mm-hmm. He said, I'll give you the. Right. I'll give you the native price. And I said, all right, man. I said, I'll pay the Bastila price if you want me to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, no, that's, man, I, like, I was really impressed about the, yeah, what, what you guys are doing. Busting out your phones to record the trees. <laughs> <laughs> man, those are some big ass trees, though. Like, what are they doing? I was like, oh, <laughs> taking pictures of trees. I was like, okay. <laughs> we don't get that type of scenery here, though. Like, yeah. how the trees line both sides of the highway, like, on the way out to the gathering hall, like, that was so beautiful. And then, like, yeah. even going to, like, the tribal building, like, that little winding road, I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, what did they do to get there? And, what, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That's what, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that one yeah. stretch of road, there's, like, you know, those trees were over a hundred foot. Yeah, either side of the road, I was just like, "Whoa, this is definitely mm-hmm. Bigfoot country." Daryl's in there somewhere. Daryl's in there somewhere, <laughs> slamming some camper in a sleeping bag against a tree. <laughs> no, it was good. And um, uh, I guess one final question that I had for you, Cleora, was mm-hmm. that you know, as far as you know making your way off like our reservation and having to deal with that, you know, that distance, like mm-hmm. what kept you like, what kept you going and what, you know, in that success, you've had a lot of success, you know, in my eyes, you know, very successful um, woman raising that family, successful family, you know, what, what was that drive? And, like, what was your why and what kept you going in that direction? Um. I know we had this conversation of um, when you were out here and, and, you know, I was really wanted to like share that I understood like this road you're on. I understand like the well body and, and to some extent mm-hmm. and knowing that many times what holds us back is our belief system. Mm. And, and it can come from a time and a place in our childhood that we don't even like realize that we believe something at a three-year-old. We believe something as a four-year-old, you know, it's in those formative years from zero to like your teens and those belief systems can hold you back or those belief systems can bring you forward. And I think for me has been my grandfather, um, really loved his people and would often say, I love my people. And don't forget that you come from great people. Don't forget that, um, you know, that you come from a great tribe. And that belief system held through like those struggles and pushed me forward when life would show up at times and tell me otherwise. Mm. I knew who I was and I knew where I came from. And so, yeah. And yes, it does take, I had to take, I had to step into like the unknown. I had to step into oftentimes fear Mm. of what if this doesn't happen? What if I fail? Um, And even being afraid to step into the role of leadership 
what if I succeed and I fail? Mm. And, but what I learned about healing is to recognize that we all have that. We all understand that with, you know, you know, taking a leap, there's a possibility you might fail. And somewhere, someplace, you know, what holds us back is that it hurt. And so it can keep us from, from moving forward. And what I did was replaced it, you know, with acceptance. I accept where I am right now. And I, and I thank creator. I, I thank Agbadagdia for putting me in this space right now and, and having gratitude mm. for, for that. And when I, when it didn't go the way I thought it would, I would be thankful for that too. Mm. And like, what is the lesson? What, what did I, what did I need to learn here? And then just pick up with that new lesson and, take it with me as I kept going, you know, where I could create a space that was going to give my children opportunity, um, that was going to teach me things I can give back to my own, but also that was going to pave a road because I'm the oldest, I'm the oldest great, I'm the oldest grandchild. And and they watch you is what I was told by my grand my grandfather. Mm. They watch you. They're they're watching you. And so I'm not perfect by no means. I'm no better than anyone. Um, yeah, I I have the degree. That doesn't make me better. We're all the same. Mm. We're all extraordinary souls having this experience in this lifetime. And and I'm not taking from anyone. I think that was the other thing I had to learn in my own healing, what lateral oppression was and, and understanding what that, you know, when you stand in the light, people can see you and that it can sometimes bring negative attention because they can see you. Mm. And all jealousy is, is desire. They desire to have what you have mm. and they can have, it. they can have it. I don't own it. And I'm not taking this world abundant. There's enough for us all. Mm. And by all means, if you want to know like what I might have or how I got there, I'm happy to like, share the, you know, the steps I took to get there and, and hopes that someone might follow or, or at least have the, the know how or the, or the belief that it's possible. Walking into that resort at Tulalip, the first time I did, I, I, I looked around and thought, Native people did this. Wow. We can do this too. Mm. And it's possible, you know. And, and I know, I know how things run as far as gaming goes in Montana State and all that, but <laughs> the equivalent of that success is possible for oh. all of us. They just showed they just showed us. And so, um, but yeah, I think that is ex acceptance and being happy with where I am at the time. And, and really, yeah. Um, acknowledging and accepting that there are things running there that are, can 
help me and or prevent my moving forward and then and then creating from whether it's a lesson and mm-hmm. or the next step like okay this happened like what happens like what can I do how can I build from that and so yeah I'm I'm not special by no means I'm the same I'm just have been in a place in a time where I really relied on a Bodhidea and creator and been obedient in that and and yeah learn from my mistakes yeah I think that <clears throat> said some awesome things there and you know it's a lot of things that I use you know just in my recovery you know initially eight years ago I used them to stay sober but now in practicing those things and implementing those things it's like it's just made me a better person overall and it's like okay and it's allowed me to start this podcast with Two guys that I knew, but now that are my bros, and it's like, you know, just pushing forward, like you said, and it's like knowing where, who I am, who am I, what am I, where am I going, answering those questions and, like, just really taking confidence in, like, we do come from a great people. We do come from greatness. All natives do, you know, and Mm -hmm. take using that to move forward. Um, I think that's a powerful thing, a powerful message. It is. I want to, man, I, I wrote down a couple of what uh, your, gran- like the things that your grandpa said. But one question that I would ask, last question would be like, do you, is there like a certain quote or like something that you really hang on to when there are things to overcome? Because I think like the overall message is like, man, like I just hear a leader like speaking and Mm -hmm. I want to thank you like man there's such a wealth of information there and it's so Mm -hmm. amazing and I just thank you for being open with your with the things that you're willing to share um Mm -hmm. but with that being said is there something like a quote or something that you generally live by Mm. (laughs) it's not it's not like a new thing and Mm -hmm. it is it is um just what comes to mind when you say it I mean there's probably lots of things but what comes to mind is this too shall pass and so Mm. enjoy it when you can be thankful for it when you can be in it be in the moment and and when it's hard knowing this too shall pass and you can get beyond it don't give up and so yeah, gets me through both the good, keeps you know me in present, and it gets me beyond the bad. Mm. And so, I, li- <clears throat> I like that because you know I've heard that before, but I don't think I've ever heard anybody use it in that positive sense. Like you know to mm. be, you know that this these are good times and they will pass. Mm-hmm. So uh, to be in that moment like that, that was pretty profound. I've never heard it put like that. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, because we always hear like the negative, like, oh, man, this is terrible, but this too shall pass, right? Mm. But mm-hmm. to also have that, you know, there's the other side of the coin, you know, this these are great. And to be in mm-hmm. this moment and enjoy it and, and, you know, take it in for what it is, I think that was mm-hmm. pretty awesome to think of it that way because I 
Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then, you know, there's a couple of things you said earlier, too. Um, <laughs> the one one is the, when you're talking about belief system, because right before I uh, stopped using, my dad said something that I'll never forget. He just said, you need to reevaluate your belief system. Mm. And for some odd reason, that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's, and, and I, the time I didn't really like get, I mean, I, I knew what he meant, but I, but now as you know, even today I'm still learning as to, you know, just how um, powerful that message was. Mm-hmm. And the other thing too is like, um, you know, that fear of, uh, of um, success, right? Like the, the mm-hmm. fear will, that, that fear of success or, you know, oh, feel a fear of failure. I'm sorry. Um, will kind of prevent some, well, yeah, mm-hmm. fear. I mean, that fear will prevent some people from not even trying. And then there's mm-hmm. like that thought of like me, kind of what I realized now that you said it was, what if I do succeed and then fail? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh man, like that, that, okay. that, that just kind of, okay. So now I, and when you say things like that, you know, and we put those things out there, like, man, that's one of those things that I thought about. It's like, okay, well, then that tells somebody else, you know what? I thought that too. Mm-hmm. So I'm not alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and being able to share that with another person and then, you know, people that are listening. Because so, that's what we do. Like, one of the hugest things that I think we, we do on this podcast is like, you know, it, like you said, when the light is shining on you, we, we kind of shine it on ourselves, right? And that's a really, mm-hmm. really hard thing to do, especially with our past and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, to 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 be able to kind of go ahead and put ourselves out there and, and tell our stories and say things that, you know, like okay, this is what I'm, this is what I went through, this is what I'm going through, you know, this is how I think about things, and then those other people are going to be out there like, hey, man, that's exactly what I was thinking, mm. and so you know, mm-hmm. to know that we are all, you know, we're connected, we're not alone, and that we mm. do have that, you know, that resilience and that that perseverance. And that ability to keep moving forward, regardless of the good or the bad. And I just want to thank you for your for your words, because I mean, those that, that was really good. I'm gonna. I mean, I usually go back and listen to the episodes, but this is probably one of the ones that I'm gonna say. I'm gonna. I want to go back here and re-listen to what she said because I need that message again. <laughs> yeah, so put, it on, yeah. put it on. Put it on repeat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and I, I would just share that when. When I was offered this position, I did. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to be in that light. It's going to bring attention. Yeah. And what I leaned on, what got me through it was was one that um, belief in a higher power and that I'm protected. And, and knowing that my belief system around that has presented many, many times that I am protected. Mm. And that I can do this work because my intention is to help my people. And my higher power would have me serve that. And mm-hmm. the same for you. You you are protected. Mm. So you are what you believe. If you think you're going to get like bad, then bad will come. Mm. Good, good will come. And so, but yeah, and I faltered. Like, uh, like this person doesn't like me now because of blah, blah, blah. And yeah, <laughs> I just showed up or 
recognizing that all it is is their desire. And I'm not going to hold it, hold negative thoughts towards them or feelings towards them. They just are seeing something they know they have in them, but haven't done it yet. Yep. And, and I, I have, I have compassion for that. I have love for that. And mm. like, you can, you can too. And so, uh-huh. yeah. And I, and, but yeah, I, I think that it was really good to have you. And, and thank you for asking me to, I don't know, share, I guess. And, um, yeah about potlatch fun, about the work we do mm-hmm. and, and have some outreach out there, um, for people to apply, um, for, for the grant. We, we fund artists, individual artists, artists are beaters, artists are tanners, artists are, um, you know, are people who are upholding our culture. And, and so, and be, beyond that, we also fund projects and, programs around youth and and we also fund um cultural um you know people that are upholding our culture mm-hmm. and so please find us at polishfund.org <laughs> yeah that's what's going to be there i'll say where can they reach you at so no that's good you already jumped ahead of that <laughs> yeah and we'll yeah. be definitely um <clears throat> yeah we'll keep in touch and definitely looking for ways to um, collaborate or, you know, just move forward with this um, relationship, you know, between Potlatch and Unspoken Words because we definitely appreciate and believe in what you guys are doing out there, uh, blessing a lot of people and uh, moving forward, you know, just like that, the keynote that I was talking about starting that hockey league and all that, I was kind of like, what? You know, that's cool. <laughs> man. Um, so... Um, yeah, I just appreciate you very much. We appreciate Potlatch, you know, and um, do you have any closing words for our listeners out there? Um, I think I said it all. Okay. Sing a song. Sing a song. Do you take requests? <laughs> I'm from yeah, Vermont yeah. and I got no one for my own. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've I've heard you all karaoke on one of your episodes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we we almost did tonight, but Josiah missed it and went over uh, his head. <laughs> <laughs> Man, JC, JC, yeah, I got away with one. Yeah, you got away with one. I looked at I him, know. I was ready to go, and Josiah was like, "Ah." Oh. <laughs> I know it's anytime. I'll uh, leave it to the expert. Yeah. <laughs> right on. So no, thank you for coming on and yeah, we'll bring you back again just to kind of get an update on what, what you guys are up to and where you're going and um if you have any kind of special announcements, man, reach out to us and we'll help you get the word out. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, uh-huh. no problem. Aho. Aho. Have a good uh fall season and very little snow in the winter. Enjoy that day of snow. Enjoy your day of snow. That coming winter. That, that two inches of snow that'll shut down uh, Oregon and Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I used to I used to go to school in uh, Chihuahua, so I know that that they they had a they had a, a snowstorm one time, and we looked out the window, and there was like two inches. <laughs> I mean, if yeah. that. 
<laughs> and then everybody shut down, and I was like, well, how come they shut down the whole school? And they said, well, because these teachers don't know how to drive in the snow. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> and you, you're like, I'm from Bapu, man. There's three feet of snow, and we're still going to school. Yeah, three. I mean, yep. like, man, it'll be like 10 below, and you, you got to walk. <laughs> the buses won't start. You guys got to yeah, walk to school. <laughs> they're sending a they're sending a van around, <laughs> right? Yeah. All right, all right. Then, well, thanks for jumping on tonight, and yeah, we'll keep in touch. Many a hose. Yep. Appreciate you. Yep. yep. Oh. All right, all right, all right. She gone. She gone. No, that was good, and like, um, yeah, we had a lot of conversation, you know, um, when we're down there, and just kind of like heard a little bit of her story and stuff that we heard there. I was just really impressed and really wanted to bring her on tonight, and she's a wealth of information. She's like, you know, actively working on herself and um, working on that healing. Yeah. You know, and that's, she brought that out tonight, a little bit of it, and what she shared is very impactful, and like, I was inspired, like, by her, just, like, impressed, like, wow. You know, she's been out here, you know, like, 15 years altogether, but, like, making it. Yeah. You know, not, like, struggling or anything, but that's a house, you know, a couple cars, and, you know, and it's just like, wow, man, this is really cool. Yeah. It was really cool, man. I was just, like, to see some crows out there, her husband's crow as well. Um, actually, Gilbert's brother. Yeah, yeah. we had Gilbert on the show. That was Gilbert. Remember Gilbert? Yeah, Gilbert's brother. Oh, That's yeah, who Gilbert she's married. Scott. Yeah. 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 See, we're all related. I know. Small <laughs> world. And when we met him. He said his last name, and I said, "Do you know Gilbert?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's my brother." And we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. And we took a selfie and we sent it to Gilbert. I sent it to Gilbert, and yeah. I was like, "Hey, just met your brother." Then I showed him what episode Gilbert was on, and he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna listen to that." Yeah, nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And but yeah, I think um, definitely want to go back out that way, learn more about the culture and the people. Uh, once we get our um, our virtual uh, interviewing platform established, I want to bring on that Kevin Paul man. He was you'll like him. He's good. He's good people. Yeah. Um, He's listening tonight. Hey, man, hit me up, uncle. 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 That's how I texted my say, there's Josiah Hugs, uncle. Thanks for sharing your knowledge with me. Yeah. Send me. I don't, I don't even know if you responded yet, but probably one of those guys that responds a week later. <laughs> <laughs> Why you guys look at me? No, I'm just Because <laughs> he sent a video that about three hours after <laughs> he sent the first one. That's why. <laughs> Not like a day later. Oh, like the next day. Next day. <laughs> That's why. Because I, I sent a video, a link to a video yesterday evening about Bigfoot. And then this morning or this afternoon, this guy sent us a screen recording of the same video. He said, do you think this is real? And I was like, man, I said that yesterday. <laughs> Didn't even watch my link. <laughs> no, that's when the freaking group chat was going off. And oh, yeah. we were doing some. I think I was in the training yesterday, so I wasn't able to look at it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I, like, I, this er, like earlier, I saw that screen, and then this guy's like, that's the one I said. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you know what that reminded me of? Because I showed that video to one of my coworkers, and yeah. we were talking, and I was telling her, you know, like, this back and forth we have about Flat Earth, and she yeah. said, 
But then she said no. She said it's like maybe it's like in a a ball inside of another ball. Mm. Right? Like yeah, okay. she said, because she used the same word you did, like there was a terrarium. Firmament? No, not firmament. But remember you said it's kind of like a terrarium. Uh, Didn't she say that once? No. One of you guys used that word. I don't know. I've never used it. Anyway. I don't know what a terrarium is. It's like a little habitat that you use for, like, say, a lizard or whatever. It's like a, basically an oh. aquarium. Oh, he oh, uses a snow globe. Like snow globe, fishbowl. Yeah. yeah. Said okay. those things. All right. Well, yeah, but that's what she said. I was going to say origami. But so I said, so you mean it's like like a um, like I described it like how you did, and she said no, like a ball inside of another ball. Yeah, or that's what I said, and she said yeah, like that. Kind of like those Tupperware packs, huh? Maybe like with the bowls. Oh, like okay, like um, how they, they stack them all in those dolls that you put in a little tiny one into a bigger one, and yeah, they just get bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Russian nesting dolls. Yeah, I don't know. Could be. Um, but when she when she was talking about jealousy, like I don't know, it just reminded me of this time. I, I was thinking about this guy, this this you know this individual that was in and out, in and out, in and out of recovery. And like um, last time he reached out to me it was probably like five years ago, maybe four years ago, and he was like in a hospital, kind of like in a bad situation. And it was like, you know, fifty fifty if he's gonna make it or not. Anyway, he uh, got a hold of me and he's like, hey, can you come see me? And I was like, okay, cool, yeah, you know, hey, you know, I thought, just wants, you know, talk recovery. Maybe he's like, this is his rock bottom, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and I went up there and I sat in his room. And for like the next half hour, he laying there, you know, kind of like 50-50 is going to make it or not. <sighs> but he laid there. For like a half hour telling me how much better he was than me. What? That's what I'm saying. And I was just like sitting there and I was kind of like, what is this? Like, he's talking about how, like basically going comparison, like all the stuff he's did, done, and like what I'm doing. And I was just sitting there like, like, what is this? I had no response. Like. So for like a half hour, I just sat there like nothing. Like I couldn't say anything. I just kind of like, I said, all right, man. I'm like, he was still going off and like, yeah, he was just telling me how much better than he was than me. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? And like, finally, like after like a half hour of it, I just stood up and I said, man, you know, I'll pray for your healing, man. But I got to go. And like, he shook my hand. He's like, thank you for coming. And I was kind of like, I was walked out and I was like, man, what? WTF, like, what the hell was that? You know, like. No, I like the way that she put that jealousy. And she's yeah. like, they desire what you have. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't really pay attention to the price that's been paid, right? Oh, yeah. And and realizing, like, no, I mean, at the end of the day, I think I wrote about it in that recovery post the other yeah. day. But, like, at the end of the day, like, we're nobody's better than anybody. We're, like, freaking cars on a lot. Yeah. All different shapes, sizes, and freaking colors. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but we're all on the same ground. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. Like, we are. Some of us, like me, I'm a Maserati. <laughs> some guys are Fort Festivas. Yeah. No, some, some guys are Priuses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we rode in another Prius. <laughs> That's right. Dog, they're roomy. They're roomier than the do- uh, Toyota Camry. Yeah. We rode in the Camry later on that evening, bro, and... But we had way more room in the Prius. 
Well, yeah, your analogy. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> but but it is, man. Like you think about it, and they don't realize the price that's been paid or the sacrifice that's been made. Yeah. And the only difference is that somebody tried it and they didn't. Yeah. And somebody kept going, and you know, oftentimes the person who's jealous is the one that didn't do anything. Yeah. And it goes back to like what you said, maybe like fear of like succeeding or like fear of whatever. But that's kind of where I took like take like that jealousy thing. I don't know why we're talking about it, but I was just making a point. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, I think I mean that was a like like you said, it was kind of a profound point. Yeah, she brought it up. I was like, oh, man, she had a lot of quotables. I yeah, I just wrote a freaking. I'm glad we recorded it. Yeah. No, it's just like I'm totally super impressed with like her and her um, where she's at. Absolutely. Because I just seen like she just exuded success. Yeah. But like humble about it. Absolutely. You know? And then yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. She also said something about um oh man, I don't want to get her words wrong, but they like they have the power within them and they know it or they re- they realize it or I don't know how she put it. I don't want to have kill the power it. within them but they don't. Yeah. Yeah, but they they power don't. Power, wonderworking power in the blood, in the blood of the land, of the land. Hey, 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 power, ha, ha, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, (laughs) the power, the power. Um, but yeah, so like, I mean, that was really, I mean, that whole man, what she said just kind of blew me away. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it again. Mm -hmm. But like. To kind of go out, go along with what Randy said, you know, we're talking about always talking about connection, and uh, I was so I got this book. This book was given to me yes, just yesterday actually, and um, it is uh, oh, I can't remember the name, but it's uh, Tao De Ching, that Lao Tzu, and there, there's just it's like it's kind of a tough breed. Like, it's almost like you have to interpret it yourself. But there's study guides for it. But, um, you know, one of the things that we talk about all the time is connection. Mm-hmm. And and to say that I am you and you are me. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and I, I, am, I, am, I am that, I am this, I am. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that phrase, I am, keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm kind of referring to. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So like I I am I am that. Yeah. Right? And so to have like that kind of uh a a judgment towards somebody else or or a jealousy it it does kind of go back to what she was talking about like I know I have that power within me but I'm not using mine. Mhm. Cuz I am that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I am that power. I am that thing that you are. Maybe it's the frustration of not being where Whoever they're looking at, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Like, it, maybe it's that kind of um, that underlying feeling of of not being able to reach your full potential. I mm. wish I had the courage to do what you're doing and see, mm. and then because I know I can do the same thing too. Yeah, and, and then like, okay, that, so then there's that fear that that underlying fear too. So how do we always react with that? It's usually with anger or yeah. some form of it, and I think attacking somebody else is that another form of that anger true or that underlying fear yeah Mm -hmm. so i mean i don't know i just kind of i don't know no i mean i think like it makes me think about like back when i was like starting 
uh, fresh out recovery, you know, year, year and a half or so. Um, I was looking at a couple of local native artists, you know, Superman and then um, <clears throat> Casey Nicholson doing his comedy stuff. I was like, wow, that's awesome. Like I was just ad- admiring their work and I was like, man, I want to do something like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to do what they're doing. Yeah. But I mean, they're doing that. I don't want to like copy. But I was like, I want to do something. And I was like, I was in the pod, like, you know, <clears throat> talking circles. I was like, all right, man, I'll just push this. You know, really grow this and recovery. Maybe that's my my niche. You know, I'm already going down this route. But I reached out to them. Yeah. And I told them I thank them for doing what they're doing. And I thank them because they inspired me. Yeah. You know, I just now thought of that. Like, kind of like the flip side of the coin, like what you guys are talking about. We're, we're talking about that jealousy piece. But, like, I reached out to them and I gave them, I sent them messages. And I was like, man, thank you for what you're doing. Because I want to be like you. But I don't want to do, I mean, I don't want to, I want to be like you and I want to do something that's positive and impacting. The, yeah, impacting and helping the people. I remember writing them that message and I sent it to them, each of them. Uh, both of them thanked me and stuff. And, um, but yeah, and I think that's the kind of mentality we got to have as native people instead of that, oh man, he ain't shit. I can do it better, you know, or, you know, having that kind of mentality, just being like appreciative. The flip side of that jealousy, like appreciative. Hey, man, he's doing that thing. Cool, man. Awesome. Clap for them and still keep moving forward until you get yours. Yeah. And there's that, there's also, there's that, um, oh, I'm better than you kind of mentality that we get. But there's also that, like, I'm less than you. Like, who do you think you are? Mm. Trying to act like you're bigger than me. And that comes from a place of insecurity. True. I liked you better when you were humble. Yeah. Are you <laughs> no, I'm no, serious. I mean, like, no, you know what I mean? Like, no, I mean like, like those it, freaking low blows, bro. No, I know. I mean, it's like no. I, I was laughing because people really say that, yeah. but it's ridiculous. That's why I laughed. <laughs> and, and it's it's like I liked you better when you were down here with me. Yeah, when when we were both bowing down. Mm-hmm. It goes back to like people wanting you to do good, but not better than them. Yes, go. sir. Right? Like, it's a competition, and it's like, no, bro, like, we're in our lane. Whereas mm-hmm. what, what she said, too, is like, if you want to know how I got here, come and ask me. I'll give you everything you need. Yes, yeah. sir. But you got to go do it. Yeah. I believe that's the true mark of a leader mm-hmm. is willing to to pour yourself out so that somebody else can rise, right? Like, you're empowering somebody to come up to the level wherever you may be, empowering them to pull up. But then also when you pull somebody up, it really gives you the ability to rise yourself, mm. to go to a different level. Because I think it's all about levels. Not that anybody's better than anybody else, but it's like, man, this is a new level. I've never been here before. What's going on here? And then you overcome all the, the obstacles that are in, sure. you know, in that time and in that season. Mm-hmm. But I think the beautiful part about pulling somebody up is it also raises you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's like, for, for us, we come from a place where people don't like to see you succeed until they can't help but notice your success. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can probably say to any of that is, like, to give you my experience, you know, because I would say that success, it, it's scary, mm-hmm. especially if you're not used to it. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially if you never really experienced that, you know, like you said, like, there's levels Mm-hmm. And every level has its challenges. Every level has its seasons. Every level has its attacks from the enemy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
right? And so, and to to push through that to say, okay, well, you know what? I can do this. I made it this far. I wouldn't make it this far not to go to the next one mm-hmm. and the next one and the next one. And then it just builds up that resilience. It builds up that um, endurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it builds up that faith. Yeah. And even along the way, you stumble a little bit. You might even fall, whatever. It's like, okay, that's a learning experience, you know? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I'm telling this to my kids all the time and the kids that I work with whenever I'm coaching is like, you make a mistake. It's not a loss. It's not an L if you learn from it. You know, I'm, lesson. Man, I'm always telling them, man, you either win or you, 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 you learn. Mm-hmm. That's it. Cause then ultimately that's how you approach life. You know, yes. that's what I tell them is like, Hey, <clears throat> I mess up all the time. You know, I say the wrong thing or think the wrong thing or make assumptions, but it's not an L if I learn from it. Yeah. And it's definitely not an L if you can if you can get up and keep moving forward. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Dust yourself off. And, and and even that in and of itself is pretty hard. Oh yeah, definitely. I think like previous, right? Like when I would fall I would stay down. Oh, yeah. What I'm realizing is, like, even when you do fall, like, man, having the ability to get back up and freaking continue to keep going, mm-hmm. I think that's really where our true strength comes from. Oh, yeah. That shows that shows the signs of a person that's willing to overcome, right? Yeah and, yeah, and like I said one time before, too, is, like, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only thing you have. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I need it tonight. It was, oh, yeah. It was good, man. I definitely. Yeah, yes. it's like a therapy session. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I, We're just going to have to bring Cleora back every week. I know, bro. I'm sitting here like. You're going to have to. Hey, you know what, Cleora? Typing I'm, everything down. I'm, I'm going through this, so give me what you got. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Yeah, no, bro. That was, Cleo. That was enlightening. <laughs> Cleo. Call ask, Cleo. That's Miss Cleo. <laughs> I'll just play it while we're not going to start calling that. Or that. Yeah, no, it's it kind of too late. Yeah. It was enlightening, though. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, those things, like, we're talking about, like, as far as, uh, you know, like, those things like fear of success or fear of failure or fear of those things she brought up, like fear of success and then failure. I mean, we all know, and I mean, that boils down to, like, that defeat our defeating beliefs that we carry. Yeah. You know, even myself. I, I, I got to tell myself I'm good enough. I am worthy. You know, I'm worthy to, I'm worthy of this success. I can enjoy this success. You know, I can, I'm worthy of being on this podcast. I'm worthy of having these friendships with Randy, JC. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I just want to put that out there to our listeners. You know, it's like, you are worthy. You are loved. You are capable of pursuing and attaining your dreams. Yes. You know, those are those are things I got to tell myself. And, and okay, and then along those lines, like the message that I would give to our listeners and even to myself is that you are, if you do stumble or you do fall, you are worthy of getting back up. Mm-hmm. You are absolutely worthy of moving forward. Yes, sir. And, you you know, like, don't let that be the end of it. Yeah. You got to get up. You got to, man. It, and, and it's not easy. Like, 
I wish I could say that my journey just to get to this day right here in this moment right now in this room, mm. I wish I could say it was easy. I wish I could say, well, you know, I did this right. So everything else after went right. Mm. Mm-hmm. But that's not the way it works. Yeah. And sometimes life is life and sometimes we get these unexpected things and and we and that we have to deal with it. And sometimes we 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 falter. We we forget mm-hmm. things. Yep. Or, you know, um we we go astray for a minute. But there's nothing wrong with that. Like Josiah said, like it's a learning experience. Okay, take that. Yes. Use it in your arsenal next time moving forward. Yeah. Because you are worthy, even if you stumble, even if you fall, you are worthy to get up. You are strong enough to get up. You are resilient. Mm. You got to keep moving forward. Put that behind you. Yeah. Let it go. I like that. It's like that thing is like that quote that says like you are the author of your story. Like that really became real as you were talking. It's like in the past... When things would mess up or I'd mess up or things would start going wrong, um, I throw in a towel. It's easy to type in at the end. Yeah, I yep. type in the end and be like, all right, I tried it. It didn't work out because like, I had a picture-perfect analogy in my head that I was shooting for. And because it didn't happen that way just for like a split second or for a day, I was like, ah, shit, this ain't going to work out. <laughs> you know, just throwing a towel. What was I thinking? Yeah, well, who do, who the hell do I think I am? Why did I even try? Yeah, it's just like. You know, one uh, of the things that I tell our students, man, up at the school is like, I tell them you belong. Oh, yeah. yeah you yeah. belong here. Mm-hmm. Remember that you belong here. Mm-hmm. It's because a lot of them are entering into rooms that they haven't been in before. Yes, sir. Yeah, so thank you guys. Uh, I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, cha, good one. Jay, <laughs> Jay, really good one. And that, do the Cheerios one. The Cheerios one. <laughs> what did they say when they first introduced Cheerios on a reservation? What they say? Jay, look donuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So all our listeners out there on Flat Earth, we love you. We appreciate you more than you'll ever know. And to our unspoken words, disciples keep spreading unspoken words. Gospel, Billy Graham style. Hey. Never stop, never stopping. Yes, sir. Shinnok, we'll see you on 156. Peace. Now sit back, relax, and listen to some